Hi friends, welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this is episode number 65. I'm so excited to have this conversation be on the podcast. I chatted with Devani Taylor, and she is a life and clarity coach for women. She is an amazing woman, and I got the opportunity to chat with her, and she interviewed me, and I asked some questions of her, and here's our conversation. We're talking about a God-centered mindset. This is part one. You're going to love it. Definitely tune into part two after this. We are sharing so much goodness for you all. I was so inspired talking with Devani, and I cannot wait for you to hear this conversation. Enjoy. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here with Stephanie. So excited. Thanks for being here with me today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here too. This is fun. Yes. Coming okay. at you from my laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life. We're flexible, right? Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about you, Stephanie. Yeah, so I'm Stephanie. I go by Stephanie Clarice, and I'm the host of the podcast, 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm a wife to a wonderful man of God, and I have two little kids, a three-and-a-half-year-old girl and a one-and-a-half-year-old boy. So I'm in the thick of it with mom life, and uh, basically the message behind the podcast is just like a quick little dose of joy for your mom life. Um, Women who are not moms listen to because there's a lot of goodness that we share. I have some awesome guests, and yeah, we just kind of come together in this community of people trying to live our best life, um, be close to God, and find joy in everyday living. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And we have two people watching with us for right now, Yay. and I'm sure that we will have more hopping on. So when, oh, sorry. So when you guys hop on, just let us know below, drop a comment, let us know that you are with us. Okay, awesome. So we're going to dive right in. We want to be respectful of your time. Um, so Stephanie, what does it mean to you to have a God-centered mindset? What does that mean? What does that look like? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is just kind of filtering everything you do through the lens of like, is this helping me get closer to God? Is this helping me in my faith life? Am I living in line with the gospel, with what the Bible says? And sometimes it's a little hard to discern this because, you know, when you're washing dishes, when you're doing other mundane tasks, you think, well, how is this related to God? But it is because you're washing those dishes, you are performing an act of service. And, you know, Jesus in the Bible washed his disciples' feet. So you can be giving your little one a bath. And <laughs> that is totally what Jesus did with his disciples. So I think so much of our life can be filtered through the lens of the gospel and what Jesus did here when he was on earth. So just having a God-centered mindset is really asking God, being intentional, like, what am I doing and why? Why am I doing this right now? Um, if you're scrolling social media, there's nothing wrong with that. But where's your intention? Where's your mindset? Are you there to just entertain yourself? Which, again, totally fine. But I think we just have to get intentional. Like, why am I posting this? Am I trying to get attention? Am I trying to fulfill this feeling of unworthiness within me? Um, or am I trying to spread the gospel? Am I trying to bring joy to people's life? Am I trying to brighten someone's day, encourage someone, share and be vulnerable and connect? 
I think it's just kind of asking ourselves questions. I think that's the biggest thing in life is like, what is the motivation behind this? And what does God think of this? I mean, he's everywhere. So he's watching our lives and we just want to live a life that's meaningful, joyful, and also something that, you know, he's going to be liking. (laughs) So when you're watching that show, would it be okay to watch it with Jesus sitting in the room with you? I don't know. These are the thoughts I think during the day, kind of deep, I know, (laughs) but it's more just filtering everything you're doing through this idea of like, well, you know, what would Jesus do? WWJD. It's so cliche, but it's true. (laughs) It really leads to a life of more joy when you're just kind of being intentional and thinking through every little thing you're doing and just asking yourself, is this the best thing for me? And sometimes on hard mom days, I think to myself, okay, what is the next right thing I can do? And sometimes it's as simple as that. It could be super simple. What is the next right thing? And you can ask God to help you with that. You can literally cry out to God in a hard moment. Help me, Jesus. Like, I need you right now. And I think so much of our life, I mean, especially lately, I've noticed I need him more than ever. And sometimes I think that's the point is he wants us to draw near to him. He wants us to invite him into every little part of our day. Um, And so for me, a God-centered mindset is just keeping my eyes fixed on him and keeping my mind and heart lifted to him, which is what prayer is. It's really just lifting our mind and heart to him. So just really filtering it through that lens. What do you think? I love that. Oh my gosh. I was taking like intense, quick notes just because I, so much of what you said is so good. Yeah. I love, I love the idea of um, just asking yourself questions and like anyone who's been following me for a little while knows that I'm so big on self-awareness because when we are just walking on autopilot, right. When we're not asking those reflective questions, like what am I doing right now? Why am I doing that? What's my motivation here? Like you said, when we aren't living in a way that's really asking those questions, that's how we end up in a place where we're unfulfilled or, you know, maybe we're really anxious or we're struggling with all of these, you know, negative feelings or feeling unsatisfied or unfulfilled. And it's like, that's how we create in the moment positive shifts towards a life that is going to be, like you said, really full of joy and really fulfilling. Like it happens in those little moments when you ask yourself, like, what is my motivation here? And I love what you said about asking yourself, what is my next right step? Because I feel like so many people get really caught up in needing to know the big picture, needing to know where they're going. I actually, this was that came up in a group coaching call I was on this morning was just the idea of like, he's not going to show us where we're going. Like he may, but a lot of times he just shows us the next right step. Like he just opens that door. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it's up to us to take the next step, to ask what it is to take the next step, um, without knowing necessarily like exactly where it's going to take you or exactly what it's going to look like. And I think that's Mm -hmm. a lot of people get caught up in that and get really nervous Mm -hmm. and that's valid, you know, to get nervous, to take that step, but it's, it's so powerful, so powerful to do that. So I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing you said that I loved was 
I think there are a lot of viewers or listeners, and I can imagine that now more than ever, everything is starting to feel a little bit mundane, like the day to day, right? It's starting to feel maybe kind of monotonous. Um, And so I love what you said about like in those moments, you know, realizing that you're not just doing it for you. You're not just doing it because you have to, but like, look at everything through that lens of like, you know, how could I bring joy into this experience or doing it as an act of service? I love that. And that gives it so much more meaning than just Mm -hmm. another thing off the checklist. Mm -hmm. Totally. Especially as a mom, I think, um, so much of what I do looks the same each day and I'm a stay at home mom. So being quarantined is definitely different in that I don't have my community. I don't have my play dates and my Bible study and I'm such an extrovert that that's very challenging, but I will say that in my day-to-day life, normally, you know, amidst just normal life without the quarantine, I am home a lot. I do a lot of the same things. I feed kids, I clean up messes. And so often I think, um, our perspective is what shapes the way we experience life and the way we find that joy. And I think, I mean, I struggle with it just like anybody else does. I will say that one practical thing that has helped me is daily journaling, really assessing myself, like, where am I at? Where's my head at? What are the thoughts that I'm thinking? Um, Just really diving into them, the yucky thoughts. Like just yesterday, um, just to really share something I'm actually experiencing right now, I wrote down, I don't get enough breaks and I want to escape. And, you know, that sounds bad, but it's true. I think almost every mom has felt that way, especially right now. We're under an extreme amount of stress and pressure and we feel trapped. Probably we're home and we live in an apartment. We don't have a backyard. We do have a balcony and a little playground um, on the apartment grounds. But, you know, there is a sense of feeling trapped in, in mom life sometimes. And you feel like, oh, I'm not getting the breaks I want but really flipping that and thinking like, wait, what do I have though? What can I be grateful for? So that's kind of where yesterday I noticed a huge shift just by shifting my focus, like what I was thinking about in my mind. I mean, what's going on in our mind is so powerful and it creates joy or it creates dissatisfaction. And let me just say, there are some really hard things in life. I mean, like, again, to share, my mom has had cancer that she's been battling by, I mean, it's God's miracle, like God's grace. He, he totally healed her through a surgery a few weeks ago, but, um, it's been a hard year. And so that's not something that you can reframe. It's just one of those hard things in life, but the daily mom stuff, I do think there's so much we can reframe so much. We can change in our mindset. Like instead of focusing on the fact that I don't get enough breaks. Think about when do you get a break? Um, How can you be grateful for the moments with your children? How can you be grateful for those little baby giggles? So I think so much of, yeah, just finding joy and, and looking toward God is seeing where is he good to me? Where's his goodness in my life? Where's his favor? Where is he blessing me? And that is just going to shift your whole day around. I mean, it did so for me. Like my day started out rough yesterday. And then after journaling, it was like, 
oh my goodness, this whole new part of life opened up. And I experience that every day, journal and take time to be in the word. I've noticed that. So those are just some practical things that anybody could do. Just a few minutes of journaling and just being like, okay, where's my mindset at? And yeah, when we can just focus on gratitude and, and the things that God has given us, like having food, something so simple as that. So many people don't have that. I mean, think about people in other countries. So just really getting really grateful. I think that is huge right now because there's so much we can't control, but we can control our mindset. We can control what we're thinking about and what we're focusing on. Wouldn't you agree? I feel like you talk about that a lot on your podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I have so much that I want to dig into that. But what I want to do really quickly is if you had someone who's like, oh my gosh, I'd like to try journaling like that. Like what would a couple of prompts be or a couple of questions that they could use? Like what would that actually look like for them? Yeah. Okay. So first I want to share the resource I'm using right now which um, is a journal that is going to be published um, by my friends at Metanoia Catholic. They're life, life coaches, mindset coaches. Um, and so I'm going to show you this because this is what I'm doing every day. It's called the Metanoia Daily 7. So this journal, it should be published by the end of the month. So I'll keep you posted. But basically you are writing down your thought. So you're just emptying out. What am I thinking right now? Where is my head at? What is my mindset? Just all the thoughts and don't filter yourself. I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is just writing out the thoughts, positive well, or negative. I think there's so, and I've experienced this myself. Like there's, there can be a lot of shame that comes up when you're like, yes. oh wait, so I had the, th- <laughs> I had the passing thought and then you're like, oh gosh, and I have to like write it down on paper. So then it's out in the mm-hmm. world and it's like, yes. it brings it up, but you're totally right. It's so important that you let it out because that's how you're going to release it and move forward from it. It's just a thought mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that, right. It doesn't mean that you hate being a mom. Yes. It doesn't mean that you hate, yes. you know, whatever stage of life you're in. It just means that you're having a thought, you're having a moment, but it's when mm-hmm. we attach to that. So yeah, I love that. So yes. being really honest with yourself and writing it out, positive, negative. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like the first step. And then just kind of really picking this one thought and just really diving into it more and bringing it to God. I think that's been the biggest game changer for me is bringing that thought to prayer instead of hiding from it, instead of feeling all this shame around it or thinking, uh, I shouldn't think that. (laughs) Well, you're thinking it. So let's bring it out into the open. It'll lose its power. Um, so we'll deal with it and bring it to God and then ask him to replace the thought with a new, healthier thought, just a more godly perspective on things. And so I think the biggest thing for me has been making this my prayer time is bringing my thoughts to God because he wants to hear all of it. And that's been a game changer in my prayer life. So I think one of the biggest prompts would be, what am I thinking right now? Just what is it? And then the second thing would be, God, what do you think about this? And I think those two things, just starting there, really simple. And it could really spur on some interesting conversations with God, some interesting prayer time, journaling time, maybe getting honest with yourself in a way you haven't 
because it's okay for mom life to feel hard. It's okay for life in general to feel hard and maybe lacking that joy or you're disappointed about how things have turned out or what stage you're at. I mean, those are your thoughts. Those, those are feelings and hiding from them won't help. I think the biggest thing I would say is bringing it to God. I mean, that has been the game changer for me, for sure. I love yeah. that so much. And I think, yeah, I did um, an interview a couple weeks ago and it was all about releasing false beliefs. And so mm-hmm. what you're saying is totally reminding me of that because it just reminds me so much of like, we have these thoughts and like, yeah, a thought may just come through, but what happens so often is that then we attach to it and we feel like, oh, well, if I'm thinking, yes. and this is what I went through. Oh, if I'm thinking it, it must be true. And sometimes it mm-hmm. is right. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's a helpful thought, but you need to use discernment in knowing. And that's exactly why this journaling practice and these, you know, daily self-reflective questions are so valuable because the thought could be helping you, right? It could be useful and necessary, but it also could be something that's just holding you back. That's been on replay in your head for the last 15 years. That's keeping you in the same cycle of staying stuck or Mm self-sabotage or whatever that looks like, you know? So I think that's, Mm -hmm. it's so powerful. These questions that you're talking about and just to summarize. So those two journal prompts were just let literally asking yourself, like, what am I thinking? Positive, negative, all of it, just write it all out. And then it sounded like kind of focusing on one that's standing out to you and asking God, like, what do you think about this? Like, how can I reframe this? What are your thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. And allowing him to really come in and shift that into something that's true. Because most likely what you're thinking, if it's something negative or something challenging, most likely it's not from him right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're just allowing it to come in and create like discontentment or anxiety Mm -hmm. or sadness or whatever that is. And it's like, that is on us. We're supposed to renew our minds daily. And so I love that that's Mm -hmm. so much of what you're talking about is asking these questions and really allowing you to reflect, to be intentional, and then to, to allow him in to reframe. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, Devani, how do you do this? Like, how do you focus on a God-centered mindset in your life? Because you are in a different life stage and I'm curious to hear how it works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like very similarly, um, it's, you know, definitely my morning practice is super important to me. And usually that looks like either an audio devotional of some kind, like, mm-hmm. you know, the podcast devotionals or mm-hmm. I'll just kind of, I flipped open the Bible and read through a Psalm today, um, or I have the Bible app with devotionals. So whatever that looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And then typically there's a couple different ways I'll journal. So I'll either, like you said, just kind of free write, like what's coming out right now, what's going on. Um, but a couple of journaling prompts that I actually really, really love, and I'm actually coming out with a routine. And we talked about your friends and her course, and it made me think, um, that's a whole nother thing, but I'm coming out with a course soon all about routines and Mm. the the practice that I share in there related to journaling is, um, identifying three things that you're grateful for. And then Mm -hmm. looking at a Bible verse, wherever that comes from, choose one verse, like flip through, find one, open up the Bible app, find one verse, and then reflect on what does that mean about me? What does this mean Mm -hmm. about me, about my life? 
That's it for part one. Tune into part two now if you have the chance. Bye for now.